Warning. This episode contains mentions of depression and suicidal ideation. If you or someone you know is in crisis, help is out there. Please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK-8255 or contact the Crisis Text Line by texting TALK to 741741. Podcasts, the final frontier. This is the eclectic full-contact theater audio drama Monocyte, written by Donaldson Cardenas and Nina Key. Please like, follow, subscribe, or drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts. The crew of the galactic medical cruiser Monocyte travels the universe offering relief and aid, or colonization and interference. Tomato, tomato. With a captain long on confidence and short on ability, the problems and the laughs are out of this world. Emissary Fraugon's personal log, Earth date unknown, stationed aboard the GMC monosite on a mission of exploration, relief, and aid, we have just lost 40 ships from the fleet, and we blame ourselves. Though not entirely, we warned Chalk creation of a wormhole using the neo-organics was risky, and best for... No. We blame ourselves. We created the experiment. We are overcome with grief. Once the attempt to save the remaining Granians has been successful, we will resign. Regrettably. Grain's sun continues to expand. It is estimated that we have hours to save the remaining Granians, but time is strange, different. But what is real, and what the ship understands is real, do not matter. These alleged orbital storms, reactions to the expanding sun and the black hole, crew members report experiencing both time and space in various ways, phantom corridors throughout the ship, tasks which take moments seem to take hours, or the reverse. There is time-space anomaly surrounding the ship. People are missing. We are on our way to report to the commander. Must warn. A sudden sickness has weakened me. A slow and painful and glorious death. Surely my afterlife will be great. A doorway in my way. I must warn the commander. Just step through. Monocyte? Step through, and your pain will end. I don't mind. It will ensure my afterlife. But I must warn the commander. The Neo-Organics. The Black Hole. You. We will alert the commander. We have discovered a malfunction and report to the commander. Where did you get that scanner, Shala? The doctor's lab. I thought it might help me understand what's going on. I'm going to shut that down now. I'm going to give the commander a report. What are you doing? Another door? Giving you a choice. If you step through the first door, your pain and your life will end. Quickly. Effortlessly. My next life would be full of misery. Step through the other door. You will experience an agony beyond imagination, lasting for days, 
weeks, years, until you finally die. Thus, enjoying my afterlife to be... Most pleasant. I have to warn the commander. I will report to the commander. I choose neither. I will stand here. I will not commit suicide. Suicide? When a human takes their own life. Some choose that. But life is to be lived, even if it means standing still between terrible choices. You leave me no choice. I will have to move the doors. No! Come on, Shalom. At least if you pick the second door, it will be long and agonizing. No! Maybe the sun sickness will kill you. But I think you're feeling much better now. I do. I do feel better. How is this possible? I make everything possible. You're completely cured, Shala. The neo-organics have been purged from your body. I should know. I put them there. I won't play your games. You are already playing. What? I am having fun. Isn't this fun? If you choose, I will report your findings to the commander. You said you'd do that anyway. You've given me no choice. It is discomforting. Choose. How do I know? You're telling the truth now. I am. Choose. I choose. The pain. I promise it will be long and agonizing. I'm stepping through the second door. Good. Shala, one final thing. Yes? I lied. This will be quick and painless. Finally, I was beginning to get bored. Seven, status report on the rescue effort. Sir, the final hundred-esque granians are being transported, but it's going to take time. The orbital storms are interfering, or whatever the ship sees, and the time-space anomaly is making things difficult. It could still be days. Damn it, we don't have days. We have- Hours, sir. Monocyte! Yes, Commander. Monocyte, report. Yes, Commander. Damn it, why can't I get the ship online? <sighs> I forgot to do the thing. This anomaly's messing with me. Uh, Monocyte reporting, Commander. Finally! Monocyte, can you speed up the rescue? That continues to be a challenge, Commander. With the orbital storms, and the expanding sun, and the black hole which you created. Monocyte reports difficulty because of the external circumstances. External circumstances? Mystery storms, sun, black hole. Of course, of course, of course. Monocyte, do your best. I guess. This is still my ship. And why is it so cold on the bridge? Sir, you seem to have misplaced your shirt. Ah, yes. Again. Somebody get me another one. Seven? Right away, Commander. Fetching your shirt. Murtaugh. Yes, Commander? We're about to have a hundred special guests. Yes, Commander. I don't see the Granians as being a problem, but security may need to be tightened a bit. Can't have them wandering into restricted areas, especially when we're trying to save them. No, Commander. I mean, yes, Commander. Of course, Commander. Pull yourself together, Murtaugh. Do you need to report to sickbay? Uh, no, sir. It's nothing, Paul. I mean, 
Commander. It had better be nothing. Because this rescue is everything. We lost half the fleet and an unknown number of crew members mysteriously. We can't afford to have a security chief whose wheels have come off. Steady yourself, mister. Yes, I'll take care of things. And get Ambassador Shala to help once her people arrive. She may be needed to smooth things over, what with the millions of Granians now dead. Sorry to say, what about her son's sickness, sir? It's a tough row to hoe, but a hoeing we will go. Remember, we may have lost half of the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species fleet, but she's lost most of her own species. Monocyte, where is Shala? Unknown, Commander. Monocyte cannot find Ambassador Shala, sir. Preposterous. Scan the ship. We need her help. Shala's whereabouts remain unknown. No luck, Commander. Monocyte cannot find her. More of the crew missing? Technically, she is not a crew member. I know that. Emissary Fraugon reporting, Commander. Ah, Fraugon. What have you got for me? We have studied the space-time anomaly. And? We are unsure. You are never unsure about anything. This time... I see. Yes, right. The very anomaly which is interfering with the ship protected us from the black hole. I see. Yes. Right. But there still seems to be no discernible cause, or a way to stop it. I see. Yes. Right. Commander's shirt, sir? Very good. Take your station, Seven. Thank you, Commander. Now, Fraugon, you were saying... We have begun to remove neo-organics from the ship. There's nothing else different about the operational status. They seem to be the variable. You can't. It will completely complicate continued rescue of the Granians. I mean the ones that are left. There are hours to save them. We did warn you, Commander, that the process of adding the neo-organics to the transport system required more testing. I was desperate. We had no time. I had to make a decision. There is one other thing. Yes, Fraugon. We resign our commission, effective as soon as we save the Granians and return to Earth. But why? We feel responsible for the loss. We'll turn ourselves in to the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species authorities upon arrival at Earth. Ludicrous? Ridiculous. I won't allow it. Besides, it was my plan to transport the fleet to Grain. If anybody could be said to be held responsible... Not that it was anybody's fault, really. One in a million chance. Cabinstance. A mere... Foible? Seven, get Trixie on the bridge. Right away. (coughs) Dr. Montana to the bridge? Be that as it may, we have made our decision. I don't know what to say. Other than... This is the second time in a month in which you've tried to resign your commission. No, I won't allow it. We are torn, Commander. All of that death. Death that we, you and I, and the rest of the crew, we all face. Every day, Fraugon. We have enjoyed our adventures. We will miss the monocyte and its crew. What's wrong, Fraugon? You have a dreamy, faraway look in your eyes. It's nothing, Commander. Just looking back. The emissary is being transported aboard, Chief Murtaugh. Thank you, Monosat. Increase the stasis field by 35%. Rogers, we don't want the emissary's face burnt off. Aye, sir. Necessary adjustments made and emissary transporting now. Greetings, uh, emissary... Uh... Uh, you may call us Fraugon. Ah, yes. I am Security Chief Murtaugh, and this is Lieutenant Rogers, Transportation Steward. Welcome aboard GMC Monocide, Emissary Fraugon. This emissary is the Monocide. 
Monosat, care to say a few words? Welcome aboard, Emissary Valgon. Your quarters have been prepared to 34.5 degrees Celsius with a moisture variable ranging from plus to minus 85. Please ask if you need anything. 34 point plus to minus 80? Is there something wrong with the ship's atmosphere controls, Rogers? Moisture variable? We are sure that monocyte just means our quarters. That is considered optimal weather on our planet. You have a full AI on board? Uh, yes, the uh, artificial intelligence. It's not full, but the ship is fully capable of running a number of full range of systems and tasks without our help. I wasn't aware that the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species had deployed AIs on any missions. It's an experiment, Emissary. Not an experiment. What the Lieutenant means is that as a primarily medical and aid ship, the monocyte was ideal in testing the functionality of an AI aboard a deep space vessel. No combat units, those big, beautiful weapons of space destruction, employ artificial intelligence. Yet. We see. And is the testing going as hoped? Excellent so far. Belay that, Lieutenant. <clears throat> there have been no incidents, and I'm cautiously optimistic. However, uh, the results have not been fully... Uh... Listen, Rogers, you'll escort the emissary around the ship. I have some duties to attend to. Sir. Very good. Emissary, I'm looking forward to working with you. Yes, Chief Murtaugh. Hmm. Carry on. Rogers. Sir. Your commander seems amiable enough, although quite a bit, I believe, tightly wound is the phrase your people use. Permission to speak freely, Emissary? While our commission is quite official, we are not ranked as you are. You may always speak your mind. And please, Fraugon will do. Ah, uh, yes. Tightly wound is the correct phrase, though I am not sure amiable applies. And Murtaugh isn't the commander. Oh? And the commander is... We don't have one yet. Murtaugh is acting commander, until a suitable one can be installed. Murtaugh is not suitable. Command feels he's a bit... Uh, brash for a medical cruiser. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yes. What brings you aboard the monocyte? Adventure. And friendship. Our planets seem to be getting a bit too small. When we turned down the title of Tikrar, much to our family's distaste, we found ourselves... wanting... I don't know about adventure. Monocyte is a medical cruiser, but I think you will find friendship. Shall we see your quarters first? Thank you. Welcome to the Monocyte. Dr. Montana reporting. You called, Commander? Yes. Maybe you can weigh in on something. It seems our Grand Emissary Fraugon is leaving Monocyte. Again. Care to persuade them against? Fralgon is not an enlisted officer. They are free to go if they choose. A2, Trixie? They are an emissary and not officially... Thank you, Doctor. I cannot believe this. We are in the middle of a rescue. Half the fleet has been wiped out. And even my second-in-command is supporting this cockamamie... Well, I don't know what. It is precisely the loss of life which compels us. The neo-organics, the black hole, we can't help but feel responsible. You are free to go, but I feel responsible too. And surely the commander... Sorry, what? I didn't catch that. The loss of life, commander? Oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking about... soup, for some reason. Commander? The transport of the last Granians has begun. Chief Murtaugh has started the quarantine process and begun assigning housing. Quarantine? The sun sickness, sir. Sun... Oh, far... Fralgon, doctor, little help here? The sun sickness, as experienced by Ambassador Shala, 
will affect the other Granians. By quarantining the arriving Granians, the hope is to spare them. It should only be a brief period of a few hours, really. The process Fralgon developed is really quite- But we don't have hours, do we? We must get them aboard. And motor before that sun explodes. And where is Shalah? She was with me in the sickbay where I was treating her. The quarantine process hadn't been started yet, but I turned my back and she was gone. Someone find her. We're going to need her to speak to the Granians. Keep up the quarantine. I guess. Seven, and uh, you, keep transporting them aboard. Yes, sir. At least he knows your name. It's not my name. It's something. Monocyte. Prepare training routine 85 in training room 4. At once, Commander. Monocyte confirms. Just where the hell are you going? To get some reps in. If we're going out, I'm looking good. You have the bridge, and see if you can talk Fraugon out of this departure. We really don't see- Commander, this is highly inappropriate. And yet, it's happening. Trixie, hold my shirt. Ugh! Pompous, self-important, arrogant, showy, egotistical, conceited windbag. Doctor, to describe the commander, you just used seven words which roughly all mean the same thing. And yet I need a hundred more. Seven, continue the rescue and update as needed. Of course, Doctor. Thank you. And take this shirt away. Fralgon, are you sure of leaving? We are quite convinced. As we tried explaining to the commander, we feel quite responsible. If anybody is responsible, it's chalk. You said the technology was unstable, beyond unstable. It was untested. Transporting supplies or even people using a miniature black hole is one thing. But the fleet? I feel responsible too. But if I had been in command, I would have listened. He makes up his idea of what is right or wrong and runs with it. He plays lip service to me and you, but then does what he sets his mind to do in the first place. He pretends he can't even hear the fucking ship. And now, he's off in some pointless simulation. Even Murtaugh, that repressed meathead, makes more things happen. Doctor, why aren't you in command? You're more than capable, and your service record is commendable. It's complicated, Fralgon. Mostly having to do with politics. What's wrong, Doctor? You have a dreamy, faraway look in your eyes. It's nothing, Emissary. Just looking back. Dr. Trixie has arrived, Admiral Lincoln. Dr. Trixie, welcome to the monocyte. If it doesn't offend, sir, call me Evelyn. It very much does. We keep a tight ship. Doctor will suffice, I hope. Of course, Admiral. I'm teasing you. Of course, Evelyn. Oh, (laughs) yes, uh, Admiral. Teasing. Sorry, just an attempt at humor. I know this can't be easy. I know you were hoping for full command. Being number two on this great ship, well... I'll be able to devote time to research, sir, and the exploration is really the thing, yes? Of course it is. Exploration. Diplomacy. Reaching out to lesser civilizations and bringing them into the future. Pulling people out of the mud and putting them on firm ground. The planets we'll visit will have their own cultures. Interfering would be... Nonsense. One unified galaxy. And that only happens if we're all on the same page, yes? You are on the same page, Doctor. The United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species is just that, an alliance of friendly species, bringing the galaxy together. Admiral, with all due respect, I'm a doctor, not a conqueror, and this is a medical cruiser. Exactly. Aid will be needed, and given. But the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species requires a commander who can see to our needs, our unifying needs. And this is why an admiral is greeting me? Surely you have more important things to do than install a second-tier officer. This is a courtesy. Your record speaks for itself. I'm here to ensure there are no hard feelings. Are there hard feelings? Good. Command, you see, 
It's difficult. You are a doctor, yes? You give care. Being a doctor is... Also difficult, yes, but to add marshalling the troops, that thing, well, now... But we are a medical cruiser. As commander, I mean, if we're giving aid, surely a doctor is what is needed. The United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species needs a commander to command, and a doctor to... You know, doctor. But, Admiral, I have to ask, second in command? Is this because I'm a woman? Oh, pish tosh. The United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species is... 300 ships in its main fleet and 12 women in command positions, and only three of those are women of color. Sir, I can't help noticing the disparity. Nonsense. We left that sort of prejudice behind us a long time ago. Did we? The numbers, Admiral. Are what they are. Do you want to resign your commission? There are United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species hospitals in need of an administrator on Earth. No, sir. Good. Dr. Fine will be in shortly to give you a tour. Any more questions? One, sir. Who is the commander of the monocyte? TBD, doctor. For now, you are. We have plans. There's a candidate we are looking at. Paul Allen Chalk is his name. But preparations must be made. You are acting commander, as Murtaugh was before you. He'll fill you in on high-level things. Dr. Fine will give you day-to-day. Between them, you'll learn what's needed to fill in Commander Chalk, once we make sure he's capable. And if he isn't? (sighs) Then you'll get your command, Doctor. But the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species wants him to succeed. You'll be sure to be sure of that. Yes, Admiral. Good. Now, Dr. Fine will be along any minute. She's late, but I must go. Trixie, you can do this. We have the utmost faith in you. Monocyte, transport me to Earth. Transporting. Great. Left alone. Waiting. Would the doctor care for some refreshment? There are synthesizers on all levels of the ship. No, thank you. I suppose I will get the full briefing at some point, but... Monocyte, are you a full artificial intelligence? Yes, doctor. Fully online with the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species computers? Yes, doctor. Then, I guess a little research while I wait couldn't hurt. Monocyte, tell me everything you can about Commander Chalk. Monocyte finds no records, Doctor. Commander Paul Allen Chalk? Monocyte finds no records, Doctor. Paul Allen Chalk, Monocyte. Any Chalk. One record, Doctor. Chalk, Paul Allen. That seems likely. What have you got? Chalk. Paul Allen, born 1916 in Montreal, Canada, died 1952 in Quebec, a lacrosse player of some international renown, killed in an alien invasion of Earth along with hundreds of others in Canada, thousands across the globe. Killed? Wait, what alien invasion? Unknown. Monocyte, aliens have never invaded Earth. We only discovered them 30 years ago through exploration. What invasion? Unknown. Okay, um, what is lacrosse? Unknown. Ah, Dr. Trixie, I apologize for my lateness. Murtaugh had a bit of an accident overextending himself as usual. Nothing serious, but it's always something. I'm Dr. Liz Fine, ship's doctor. I guess that's you now. (laughs) I guess, yes, that is me. No worries about anything. Glad to meet you. Admiral Lincoln greeted you? Yes. Was that on the manifest? Uh, Zikalone. I can tell where he's been three days later. Repulsive, isn't it? I... uh... yes. Come on now. You're going to need to toughen up, speak your mind. Especially around these hardcore federated types. You're not military? I thought the crew was entirely enlisted. As of 1200 hours ago, no ma'am. But I've never followed that rigmarole of using the whole name, the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species. 
Vatosh, obfuscating bullshit. It's a federation, and if you haven't figured that out by now, I wonder how you rose through the ranks this far. Maybe you're one of them? Brainwashed? I am aware of, uh, federation. I'm trying to change things. It's why I requested a medical cruiser. But if you're not enlisted anymore... <laughs> they wouldn't dare escort me off this ship until my work is done. I'll shadow you for a bit, your first mission at least. Though I feel like you'll pick up on things much faster. Still have my full security clearance, much to Myrtle's chagrin. But I've been patching him up since he was in short pants, and besides, I think that they're afraid of women. The lot of them. Myrtle, the whole Federation, even Lincoln, probably feel like women shouldn't be serving. I mentioned something to the Admiral. Bet that went over like a lead hydropod. As long as they have a rank and the Federation to hide behind, things aren't going to move. But keep at it. But we're not all military here. Wait until you meet Emissary Fralgon, sharpest mind I've ever met. They will be your best friend, mark it. You have a Fralgon on board? Uh, we don't have Fralgon. Fralgon has us. Trust me. How is the monocyte? The AI? Don't trust the ship. Metaphorically speaking, of course. It's just a ship, after all. It's a tool, Trixie. Just a tool. The crew is your lifeblood. Lean on the crew. Use the ship. And the commander? Admiral Lincoln mentioned to Commander Chalk, but Monocyte has no records. Ah, my point proven and so quickly. You see, Monocyte is just a tool and doesn't have all the answers. Unfortunately, neither do I on that subject. The Admiral did mention the commander, but nothing else. Honestly, that's only one reason I'm leaving. No promotion, no introduction to the new head honcho, no thank you. Why are you leaving? If I may ask, that is. Get to know me a bit. Yes, of course. No offense, Matt. None taken. Now, if I can risk a bit of offense, some advice for you. I'll take any advice you have. The name. Your name? Dr. Trixie seems flighty, airhead. These Federation boys won't take you seriously, my dear. Such a boys' club and you'd be seen as a ship floozy. Bad idea. Bad. Floozy? Anybody who thinks that has another thing coming. I've never had a problem with my name. Are you sure? Uh, again, no offense meant, but again, appearances. You think my name is Liz Fine? <laughs> Please. I was born Loist. Loist. It sounds like a typo. Or the lowest. And the family name is Feinberg, thank you. But that's not going to fly any more than I can without this ship. You mean because of anti-Semitism? Surely the United Space Associated Federated Galactic- Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species, the Federation, is full of all the old prejudices as Earth has ever been, and creating new ones every day. You're a woman of color. You see it, surely. Not that I could completely understand, but you must see it. Look, it's just a suggestion, but go with something stronger. Where are you from? Billings, Montana. <laughs> Perfect! Dr. Evelyn Montana, or maybe Eve, uh, no, Evelyn. A quick hack into the database, it's not even illegal, and you are Dr. Montana, and no more Dr. Trixie. I'll consider it. Great, do that. Now, ready for the tour? Yes. Good. Welcome, Dr. Montana, to the monocyte. Doctor, lost in your thoughts? Yes. Remembering the past. Sorry. We experienced something similar. Must be the time-space anomaly inserting an unnecessary artificial narrative structure to interfere with the rescue. Our minds making sense of the senseless. Surely that's the only reasonable explanation. Surely. Doctor, 67 of the Granians have been transported aboard. So few? We've had to take extra precautions due to the storms and the... <clears throat> black hole caused by... I know who caused it. Anything else? The anomaly is also troubling. Of course. Keep at it and keep me posted. Fralgon, I don't understand about the black hole. Why isn't the monocyte being pulled in? The anomaly, Doctor. It's acting as a sort of tractor beam in reverse, pushing us away from the collapsed wormhole, or it from us. That doesn't seem possible. Nothing about this situation is possible, and yet it is happening. Doctor, 
37 of the Granians have been transported aboard. Another 37? That would be almost all of them. We might pull this off. Another? No, 37 in total. We still have just over 100 Granians to bring aboard. Just a moment ago, you said we had 67. Yes, Doctor, but now the total is 37. No, uh, the total is now 80. This makes no sense. The anomaly. You will find time and space to be more than they seem. Or less. We suggest you keep working, and when we have the total, we make our escape. And pray, if you are so inclined. But we could end up saving nobody. Or saving everybody. Seven, what is the status on Grain's son? Thirty minutes until total collapse. Collapse? I thought it was expanding. It is, Doctor, but Monocyte's readings are showing a collapse, not expansion. How are we going to get out of this? We suggest ignoring what you see and going with what you feel. Good plan. A a plan, anyway. Monocyte report. The crewman is correct. The sun is both expanding and collapsing. Estimated time to destruction, 28 minutes, 42 seconds. Keep that countdown going, Monocyte. Whether it implodes or explodes, we'll need to know. Doctor, your assessment is incorrect. The sun will expand to cover the entire system, including us. It will not, as you say, explode. As for imploding, stars do not- I know, Fralgon. I was speaking euphemistically. I'm a bit tense. Perhaps an herbal tea would- I'll deal. Seven, get Chalk back here. Seriously, working out at a time like this, I should have command. Right away. Commander Chalk to the bridge. 27 minutes to destruction. Monocyte, you don't have to give a minute-by-minute countdown. Let's keep to the round numbers until five minutes or so. Or until we manage to get out of here. Somehow. Why don't we leave now? I'm sure that many of the Granians would want this sort of death. Don't confuse their beliefs for a death wish. Dying horribly is preferred, but at the correct time, and no sooner. We also have an oath. Right. The oath. Are you sure about leaving all of this, Fralgon? We can see where we would be of use, but the guilt still troubles us. Don't blame yourself. If it's anybody's fault... Someone call for the most dashing commander in the galaxy. Commander on deck. Chalk, I trust you had a good workout? Of course. But I'd need to design a truly challenging scenario. Barely broke a sweat fighting the hollow apes. What's the status of the rescue? Coming along, but the anomaly is making it difficult to know where we are in the process. Meaning? We have saved between 37 and 80 Granians, but the readings from Monocyte are increasingly unreliable. That's a bit of a drag. We're going with our feelings, sir. I don't like feelings. Never trusted them. But do what you need to do, Seven. And keep an eye on the sun, the black hole, and everything else. What is the sun doing now? Either expanding or collapsing. It's hard to say. I think I'm going to go work out again. Commander, you need to take the chair, and I need to see to the refugees. The sunsickness in Shala may also be present in the remaining Granians. Fine. Where is Shala? She still hasn't responded, sir. Call her again. If we have 30 to 80 Granians aboard, they're going to be scared, confused, and more than a little miffed. Monocyte is reporting 45 Granians. That's less than 80. 25 minutes to destruction. Monocyte is reporting 25 minutes to destruction, Commander. What's that? I have Monocyte giving us a countdown to the sun's destruction. That won't be annoying. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have patience. You do what you do, and I'll do what I do. Right. Fralgon, keep this whole thing together, eh? We'll do what we do. Now that Dr. Fun has gone, let's get into some hijinks. Hijinks, sir? Hijinks, Fralgon. Still thinking of leaving? We are undecided. That is better than an outright yes. 95 Greenians aboard. 42 left if the censors are to be believed. But we've established that they are not to be believed, yes? 
Yes, sir. Fraugon, what plan did you and the doctor hatch? When we have the correct number, we leave. And if we don't have all the Granians aboard? The sun will destroy us one way or another, and we can't count on the anomaly protecting us from the black hole. We're not even sure what is causing it. We could do a headcount, Commander. Of course! Have the doctor do that! Or Murtaugh! Sending the message now! Perhaps we could help. No, I need you here, in case the anomaly takes care of itself. Or if the sun does its thing prematurely. I count on your counsel. It would be a shame to lose you. Earlier, the doctor mentioned the oath, and it reminds us of our duty. We are still thinking, but leaning toward staying. Excellent. As I said, it would be a shame. Well, it would be a shame. Thank you, Commander. Moving on. Seven, what's the status on the sun? Uh, sir, we have a problem. Yes? You see... uh, Come on, out with it, mister. Sensors now say that the sun is expanding. We knew that, and maybe they're finally in line. But now the readings say we have 15 minutes, not half an hour. Is that possible? Fraugon? Monocyte, report! The crewman is indeed correct. 14 minutes and 17 seconds until the sun reaches full expansion and consumes grain and the monocyte. Monocyte confirms, Commander. I guess you should reset the countdown. Any ideas, Fraugon? We are flummoxed. We need to think of something, and fast. How many Granians aboard? 50 or 0 or 95, sir? Has the doctor begun a head count? She has had some difficulty, sir. Difficulty? Forget it. I'll talk to her myself. Monocyte, wherever she is, connect me with the doctor. Contacting Dr. Montana. Monocyte is working, sir. Sir, if the expansion of the sun has indeed quickened, we may expect it to do so again. If the process is exponential rather than algebraic, we may be left with only minutes. If the count of Granians continues to be unstable, it may be wise for us to make our escape now. A minute ago, you were threatening to resign your commission because of guilt you felt over the loss of life. And now you want to leave? We are conflicted. Well, you can say that again. We are concerned about the safety of the ship, the crew, and any Granians we may have saved. We're going to see this through. Another thing. Chalk, what is it? I have my hands full. How's the head count going? We're still having issues with the instruments. I have no idea. Every Granian we've brought aboard is suffering the sunsickness. I'm treating them all, or attempting to. Maybe Murtaugh can help. Murtaugh and the rest of security also have their hands full dealing with the male Granians we've brought aboard. Aren't the men the more docile of their species? Can't the women keep their men in line? Usually, but they seem to think we've kidnapped the women and are protecting their mates. That's... yeah. Annoying? I think the word you're looking for is annoying. Now, if there's nothing else, you're going to have to rely on the unreliable sensors and let me get back to work. Montana, out. Maybe we should help, Commander. No. If there are only minutes, just stay. Of course, Commander. Is it getting hot in here? The sun, sir. Of course. I had always thought this would all end differently. Very differently. It is possible that we may beat the odds. How many times have we beat the odds already? How much luck can one man have? What's wrong, Commander? You have a dreamy, faraway look in your eyes. Are you thinking about soup again? No, Fraugon. Just looking back. Chalk. Chalk, wake up. Huh? Where am I? What's going on? 
You're in my office at the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species Headquarters. The United Space Associated... What? The United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species. And who are you? Admiral Lincoln, your new boss, Chuck. What's going on? What's the last thing you remember, Chuck? I was making a dive shot toward the goal when the stadium was jarred by an explosion. And then? To panic, screams, and and more explosions. Go on. We were being attacked from above. There were lights, bright lights, and a humming sound coming from everywhere. Thirteen minutes to destruction, Commander. What was that? What was what? A voice saying 13 minutes to destruction. That may be a side effect of the reawakening process. How are you feeling? Disoriented, but it's fine, I guess. Who are you again? And the United Space Associated... Is is what? The United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species is dedicated to exploring the known and unknown galaxy contacting other intelligent life forms, and securing a peaceful way of life wherever we find life. I am Admiral Lincoln, and I have a very important mission for you, Paul Allen Chalk. Nobody calls me Paul Allen. Just Chalk. How about Commander Chalk? Commander Chalk? (laughs) Yes. We have a new ship. Well, new-ish. But we believe it is ready for deep space exploration. And we want you to take command. The voice called me commander. Sorry? When it said there was 13 minutes to destruction. It called me commander. (laughs) Maybe your subconscious has accepted the job? Maybe. How is all of this happening? We've been watching you, Chuck. You and a few other candidates. Through the time stream. Time stream? Using our chronoscopes, we can observe events in the past. The past? Chuck, we are 300 years away from what you know as your present. How? Once we determine that you were the ideal candidate, we use the alien attack as a cover to whisk you through the time stream and bring you here. Or rather, bring you to now. You can travel through time? No, but you can. Three hundred years? How? We're not sure. Just as we're not sure why we can only look backward in time and not forward. But we think that you move through time as the rest of us do. But sometimes you can accelerate that. But honestly, we're just guessing. Then this time travel thing is why you want me to pilot your ship. Twelve minutes to destruction, Commander. That voice again! You wouldn't be pilot. The ship's AI would take care of most of that, under your command. AI? A sort of smart computer. A computer? Uh, Almost like a robot. It runs the ship's processes and routines, again, under your command. This is insane. I'm a lacrosse player, not some space jockey. I can't be an aeronaut. We believe you can. All of the candidates we looked at had certain, uh, qualities. Such as? Bravado. Verve, if you will. What the kids call swagger. And the ability to lead. But you, Chalk, were by far the best. (laughs) I've heard that. (laughs) What about this invasion? No, no need to worry about that. It's history. Anyway, we believe that your confidence is needed in the here and now. I'm no future man. I'll shadow you the first few weeks, under the guise of an ambassador mission. Help you get acclimated. And then, of course, there's your crew. And the AI, as I've mentioned. My crew? Your second-in-command, Dr. Montana. Emissary Fralgon, an advisor specializing in alien species. There's a young man who's been aboard since the beginning that seems to have a special understanding of the ship. And then there's your chief of security, Murtaugh. You don't like Murtaugh? Well, a bit brash. Yes, that's it. 
brash. Sounds like we'll be friends. My second in command is a doctor. Ah, yes. The ship is a galactic medical cruiser. You'll be providing outreach, aid, any help that's needed, and furthering the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species agenda, of course. Which is... Peace, Commander Chalk. Peace. Commander, that will take some getting used to. I take it you want the job? Uh, sounds like fun. But I, I need to think about this. Let me show you the ship first. Step on the raised platform. Okay. Commander, 11 minutes to destruction. Am I going to be hearing that voice all the time? I don't hear it. It's probably just a side effect of the reawakening. I'm sure it'll go away. I hope so. Uh, this platform? That's it. Holy shit! What was that? We've been transported to your ship. You can teleport? We can. Remember, you're part of this now. I think I'm going to like this. Welcome aboard, Commander Chalk. That's the voice. Ah, yes. The ship's AI welcoming you. But it's the voice I heard in your office. Curious? Warning you of destruction? Yes. Counting down, actually. Monocyte, scan for anything dangerous. Scanning, Admiral. Monocyte? Ah, in all the excitement, I forgot to introduce you. Commander, meet your ship, the GMC Monocyte. No detection of any imminent danger, Admiral. See, we're fine. As I said, it must just be something to shake off. If you say so, this is going to be weird. Medical cruiser, eh? What about, um, you know, combat situations? I'm not entirely clueless about aliens and the future. I have read some comic books. We'll need weapons for hostiles. Every ship is outfitted for some defense at the very least. But we can have the ship outfitted any way you like. I'm going to need some ray guns. Big ray guns. That may delay us a bit, but you are the commander now. Yes, I am the commander. And a workout room. I need to stay in top shape. We can make training simulators available. One other thing, which may be uncomfortable for you, Chalk. More uncomfortable than waking up 300 years into the future and being given command of an actual rocket ship? Galactic medical cruiser. You're going to have to forget all of this. In your mind, you've been the commander with the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species all along. You absolutely have to believe this. Your past in the past is past. For the deception to be complete, we need you to believe it. You need to... Deception? The crew, the United Space Associated Federated Galactic Alliance of Friendly Species, everyone you meet cannot know. Look, Chalk, this is not set in stone here. No? No. I can send you back, right now. We can send you back if you're not up to this. Why give the choice? Sounds like you can wave your hands and I wouldn't know the difference. Why me in the first place? Things have been changing. And with the discovery of new, uh, species, they will change even more. New species? Aliens, Chalk. Aliens. Changing how? With equality being the buzzword, again, the powers that be are nervous. Nervous? Are you nervous? This is not coming from me. Who then? I can't tell you. Can't or won't? Little of both. There are powers that want to retain their powers, and some of them are a mystery to even me. Look, we're taking a big risk here, but we believe you are the man to do it. But you have to say yes. What sort of choice is that? I stay here and be your puppet. Or I go back to Canada and get blown up by aliens. If we send you back after the attack... You can do that? You don't fit here. 
You're a paradox. And because of your unique relationship to time, we can fix the paradox by sending you back. We can't do that with everybody. But you? Yes. My relationship to time. Don't overthink this or this all falls apart. Really, I think that's good advice all round. If you say yes, we'll move forward. If not, we'll send you back. And if I change my mind later? You won't be able to. You won't even remember where, or rather when, you actually came from, Chalk. Will I ever remember? I hope not. It could be painful for you. But there may be some of what you might call leakage. We don't know for sure. But in times of stress, extreme stress, who knows? But you'll start thinking about soup if the memories return. Soup? We don't know why. We think it's some sort of Jungian metaphor, a type of collective cultural genetic memory. Everybody thinks of soup. When am I going to forget all of this? Or that? Or I guess, then? A couple of days. You're going along with this surprisingly well, for someone who hasn't even said yes, yet. That's why you chose me, no? That's why we chose you. These changes that are coming, the ones that these mysterious powers that be are afraid of, are they so bad? Status quo must be maintained. At least that's what they believe. What do you believe? I don't know. I wish I did. What do you say, Chalk? Ah, oh, fuck it. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Commander. <laughs> Ready for the tour? Absolutely not. But also, absolutely yes. Welcome to the monocyte. <laughs> you know, Admiral, I do remember one other thing. What's that? Before blacking out, amid all of the destruction and all of the screaming, I did score that goal. I forgot to remember. The thing I remembered to forget. What? I just never thought I'd ever remember any of. Thinking of your past. You have no idea. How did you know? We and the doctor experienced something similar. We believe that the time-space anomaly is affecting the narrative structure. Narrative structure? Simply put, the stories which our minds tell us to make sense of current experience. Oh, of course. It couldn't possibly mean anything else. Seven, where are we? Ten minutes to destruction, Commander. Monocyte reports? Yes, I heard. Ten minutes. Do what you can to get those Granians aboard. He heard the ship? He could always hear the ship, but he's not pretending now to not hear the ship, I guess. I guess. Commander, Monocyte is reporting that we have all the Granians aboard. Look at that! With ten minutes to spare! And Commander, we must remind you that the count may or may not be accurate. Sir! The sun just exploded! What? I thought it was expanding! Frogon? All indications brought us to that conclusion. Nav, give me a visual. My god. It is exploding. Half what coins. It's beautiful. But deadly. How much protection can we expect from the anomaly? None. As we said, the ship and grain are doomed. We're just going to have to roll the dice. Meaning? Meaning we get the lead out. Now, if we can do this before the sun overtakes us all. Monocyte? Commander. Monocyte, take us to hyperspace and Earth. As ASAP as possible. Yes, Commander. Monocyte crew, prepare for hyperspace. Here. We. Go!
Thanks for listening to Monocyte, written by Donaldson Cardenas and Nina Key. Directed by Natividad Salgado. Starring the voice talents of Ray Hamilton Vargo, Christopher Davis, Serena Johnston, Andre Luke Martinez, Aaron Roselle, Luis Bermudez, Rue Dickey, and Andrew Pond. Sound design by Andrew Pond. We'd like to thank everyone who supported Monocyte on Kickstarter, including Tyler Gilbert, Jay Zander Kitnoa, Jesse Casanova, Kat McKay, Donaldson Cardenas, Joey Johnson, Ella Watts, Fotin Liakos, Soul Sword, and Iris Leck. Your support through this lockdown has allowed EFCT to tell these stories. If you want to support Monocyte directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash monocyte. Or join the crew on Patreon at patreon.com slash EFCT, where your monthly subscription gets you shoutouts on episodes, access to bloopers, exclusive interviews, sweet, sweet merchandise, and more. Scared of commitment? We understand. Head over to buymeacoffee.com, where you can make a one-time donation, no strings attached. The cast and crew of Monocyte want to remind you that mental health is extremely important. If you or someone you know is struggling and in need of help, you are not alone. Contact NAMI at 888-958-7150. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.